0: What's up everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Business Choreography Podcast. Today is an interview, and today we have Laurel Archer joining us. And Laurel has been teaching English for 30 plus years. She has extensive experience teaching children and adults, both English and French, as well as teaching English as a second language to adults. Laurel started her company Carrie Tudor in Cary, North Carolina in 2010 and now has her online courses and videos to help students in other areas of the world as Laurel's Learning Lab and is starting a membership for them so they can access her knowledge and passion for English to achieve their goals. So super excited to have her and let's cue the theme song and then we will introduce you to her.
1: Welcome to the Business Choreography Podcast. Laura, welcome. It is such a pleasure to have you on the show today. Thank you for joining us.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That is, uh, you're doing some incredible things and I can't wait to dig in and find out more about your journey and about how you got here and share with everybody sort of what what happened to get to this point? So, Lex, lead off the way and okay. let's let's dig in.
0: Okay, awesome. Um, actually, you you go ahead and, and lead, okay, it, lead the way. Okay, you got it. Okay. let's
1: let's just dig in a little bit to your journey. How did you end up doing all that cool stuff that Lexi was talking about? How did you end up on this journey to teaching people language and all this stuff you're doing?
2: Well, I when I was young, I knew somehow I would be a teacher. My dad was a professor. He loved languages and I was in this environment where I loved all this stuff. I wasn't as astute as him in learning like a you know, 20 languages like he did. But I was like interested in languages and how they sounded and things like that when I was young. Like he taught me some prayers when I was young and all that kind of stuff. So when I went to college, um I was even considering doing teaching but I didn't do it I just did literature in French I'm like okay now what do I do with that so um I took a couple jobs and then I started teaching without even a degree and I loved it but I was like okay uh kindergartners do not listen to you (laughs) unless (laughs) you have some kind of method so if you don't have a plan if you fail the plan you plan to fail And so I started thinking about, okay, what do I want to do after this? And I got my master's degree in education at that point. And I had teaching under my belt, you know, one year. And a lot of people didn't have that clinical experience. So it was kind of cool for me to go, oh, yeah, this works in the classroom or this doesn't. And so when I decided to, you know, start teaching, I couldn't find a job. And I was looking all over. I substituted everywhere. I did all these different things, a lot of variety. And I finally... Um, I got some jobs that I'd only be there for a year or so. And, you know, I just never felt like I was home any place that I went. I went there for you know a while and then I went the ups and downs and the faculty and the parents and the homework and staying, you know, up late on weekends, you know, just correcting papers. And I did all the stuff that teachers normally do. Right. And I thought this was cool. I love teaching them, but I don't love all the stuff that goes along with that. Right. And nowadays I can't even imagine being in the school system. So I'm I'm so glad that I'm not there, but I have such an entrepreneurial spirit that I didn't really fit anywhere because I wanted to, like, control my destiny. (laughs) You know, and so I I just wasn't content with the status quo. And, you know, I did it because I wanted to learn. And the first time that I taught adults, I like this is home. I love this. Right. So I love kids, but as I got older, I was, like, not interested in, in babysitting anymore. I wanted to teach adults. So I still teach kids to this day sometimes, but it's usually one-on-one or maybe two-on-one. It's never a classroom. Um, the lowest I've taught is sixth grade. I taught some French classes for a uh, academy nearby. Um, three years and just a quarter, and I like that. But, man, it's, it's a lot of work, and I love doing what I do now. So... Wow. That's where I am. I started Carrie Teeter in 2010. And um, I only had a couple students, I was kind of trying to exit my marriage and establish something for myself before I left. And that was a big step for me. And I've never looked back since.
1: What did you do that allowed you to, to have your business hit your first like growth period?
2: Um, I think it's just a culmination of all the activities that you do. So I was big into networking. I was big into being in the chamber of commerce. I was big into talking to people and going out to network and and doing all the things you have to do, just grassroots to try and get your name out there. I had a page on um, you know, I had carrytutor.com. I got that right away. And, you know, later on when people said, What's CarrieTutor.com? Is your name Carrie? I said, No, I live in Carrie. And so then I had to think about another identity which is Laurel's Learning Lab but for, you know, 5 no, 8 years or so I was just Carrie Tutor. And wow. so um I think just finding the students having success, feeling more confident every time I had one, figuring out my pricing, figuring out, you know, how to how to um make this more of a business rather than a hobby with some wow. help from people around me.
1: Yeah.
0: Very cool. I love all the networking that you did. It can be such a powerful thing to utilize. And even, you know, online, a lot of people look at it and go, well, I'm doing online stuff like I don't have to network anymore, but it's still such a powerful tool.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And you really have to have the mindset that the networking is important. Right. Just like content marketing is important now to be online. Networking is important to get your name out there because you are your product. Sure. You are who you, you know, the company. And so if people don't know you, then they can just take any tutor or any business person, you know, and uh, everybody is who they are, like real estate and um, bankers and everybody. They're just a name until you get to know them. And then you're like, oh, I love my banker. I mean, how often does that happen?
0: Right? <laughs> so true. So, so you really
2: get out there and talk to people and show that you're a real person.
0: Cool. Um, What's been one of the hardest things that you've experienced and overcome in business that you could share with people?
2: Absolutely, hands down, the hardest thing is to say to yourself, I am not quitting. I am not quitting. I am not going back to corporate. I'm not going back to teaching in the classroom like I did before. I'm not going back to whatever. And I have, in the 12 years I've been doing this, taken independent contracting jobs. And I've done different things within my niche. But, you know, I started doing resumes and I started doing, um, I don't know, some other things, editing and all that kind of stuff. But it's within, you know, what I do. It's not completely different. I think there was a one short period where I took some job where I was standing in Best Buy helping people buy computers. I'm like, this is not who I am. I don't right. care if I need the money that bad. This is not me. So um, I didn't do that much, you know, but I really tried to stick to who I am and stretch who I am,
0: sure. but
2: stay within that. So I could be, and I've also done network marketing and uh, some other things that, you know, right. um, so I, I love new things, but I also know that they don't resonate with who I am. I can't do them
1: for right. long. I love that. I mean, and like you said earlier, uh, you know, you're you're a classic entrepreneur, just you have that entrepreneurial spirit and, and, in so many instances, we as entrepreneurs are trying to to make that next thing work and the thing that we're in love with, like you said, have you ever had to, on your journey in this business, have you ever had to throw a Hail Mary? I mean, I know you said, hey, I found myself trying to sell computers or something, but was what? can you think of one of your Hail Mary moments where it's just like, okay, let's just throw this out there and, and see if we can make it work and keep going and keep the ship moving?
2: Well, I mean, the hardest thing is when at the end of the month, you don't have enough money to pay rent or something like that. You know, you have everything you can and you're just like, all right, I'll give you one good example of the way my, you know, higher power God works. You know, he he actually has saved me a couple of times. And this this time in particular was a student that I was teaching. Um, He was learning French and he was from another country and he had a big business and i guess he had you know a lot of money that he could spend and he just wanted to learn french so he'd go to a country that spoke french and do his business there and there was one point where we were moving into a new place and we needed 750 dollars to deposit you know for the deposit and i didn't have it and my husband wasn't working full-time and so we thought of okay what if he can forward us you know the money and i can teach him and see what he says and he actually did that wow and the crazy thing is after we had done a couple of sessions then he like disappeared <laughs> well, i couldn't find him anywhere he had like moved on or something and i was like okay thank you god for giving me this money i'm so sorry that he's not around but i've tried everything to reach him and i guess it was just a gift from you
1: wow
0: I, it's i i love uh how resourceful you were in that, in that situation that's that's very cool and i think that's great for um lots of different types of entrepreneurs and, and businesses to hear um mm-hmm. sometimes you just have to figure it out and sometimes you just have to be resourceful and think outside of the box to um make it work
2: so. yeah yeah and just well i think part of it is your mindset yeah like how do i make this work what can i do Let's think outside the box. Let's think of uh, some, you know, and I've had people say, you know, yeah, I can give you money for your honeymoon and then you can teach me afterwards or I can give you money for, you know, and I don't like to appear desperate before people and I don't have to anymore, thank God. But at the beginning, it was like, if I don't get this money, I'm not going to eat today, you know, right. and right. It, it, we've all been there, you of know, and it. so it's it's something that you really you don't want to um prolong it or make you know but you cannot also quit right when you're 10 feet from gold
1: right. right
0: i love that i love the 10 feet from gold um such a such a cool um concept so
1: i've been reading uh recently shoe dog by phil knight uh, and he's the owner of Nike and and just listening to the experiences that he's gone through. you know a lot of people and a lot of entrepreneurs try to kind of maybe fake it through that portion of time and we you kind of have to right and it, maybe for your own sake just you just gotta make it through those periods of time and and you know you think of Nike and you think of this massive corporation and this, a huge entity. And you think there's no way that they ever went through anything like it, but it's not true. It's not true at all. In fact, in reading and listening to his story, it was super inspirational because he has the same experiences that all of us as entrepreneurs go through. And uh, and it's really great when you look at it as big as something as Nike. Right. What are some of the biggest challenges of of running a business in today's market and in today's time that that you've been experiencing?
2: Well, you have to be certain of what you want to do. And that's hard to be certain sometimes, you know, there's so many choices out there now. So when I first started, you know, the only way to tutor was in person and Mm -hmm. you had to get out there to people, maybe on directories or from networking or from referrals or, you know, real people. There wasn't a lot online and now that, that there's so much more online, it's good, but it's also bad, right? Right. It's so much that you can do. Um, And there's so many places that you have to reach out to. I'm on here and I'm on there and I'm on everywhere because I don't know where my next client is coming from. So I, I want to be present everywhere. And you can't be, you can't be good at every platform. So you really have to pick what platforms you're good at, what resonates with your student and where you feel most comfortable. And you also have to figure out how you're going to market. And that's the biggest thing is, you know, people are good at what they do, but they're not good at marketing what they do.
1: Right.
0: Totally. Yeah, it's um, it's so true. Marketing is is such an important piece and and not everyone realizes that you know i've had people come back to me and go i don't need i I don't need marketing i'm like (laughs) but you have a business right yeah but i don't need marketing i'm so confused that doesn't make any sense like you have to have marketing you have to market yourself um, right to get out there and so I, i love that that you talked about that um well awesome let's how how can people learn more about you and uh, and what you're doing.
2: Well,, um, the best place to go is laurelslearninglab.com. Sorry about my cat. <laughs> <Don't worry>. <laughs> <laughs> She's like a thief in the night um, Yeah, so so uh, it's laurel l a u r e l s dot learninglab.com and um i it's a work in progress as uh, things always are but um it has courses on there that people can take that i've put on different sites over the years and just put on here as a place for people to come um and there's free and there's paid and now i have a membership up but there's nothing in it yet so i'm just starting it and so it's exciting that i have a membership there um yeah and So there's, and then there's also free resources and other things there. Um, There's all my links to social media as well. So YouTube is big for me. Um, I have some LinkedIn presence and Instagram and Facebook. And I also have a big community on WhatsApp. So if people go on my WhatsApp um, contact me bubble, they can go directly to my, um, I think, personal. Uh, I have a WhatsApp business, so they can talk to me personally and talk to me and get into my group there and other things. So, And I just started Clubhouse, too. Fun. So I don't have any Clubhouse links up, but that's where I'm excited about being, because I'm going to start teaching Clubhouse twice a week. Um, it's an audio-only, phone-only app. Okay. So it's... Have you guys heard of it?
1: Yes, yes. indeed. Yeah. 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 Are you on it? No. 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 You know, it's not one Please. of our channels.
2: No. No. Yeah. So I was resistant too. And I decided to just go for it because it's exactly what I need. I need awesome. to talk to people and that's what I'm good at. And I talked to a guy this morning, he's from Angola and on WhatsApp. And he goes, I've just completed my dream. I said, I'm the first native English speaker you've ever spoken to. He said, yes. <laughs> wow.
1: That's amazing. amazing. I love that.
0: Incredible. So,
2: Yeah. So that's, that's what I need to do. And um, so, yeah, that's where you can reach me and um, connect with me any way you need to there.
1: Amazing. Well, thank you so much. We appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule to join us today and share with us a bit of what you're doing and your journey and your experience and everybody go check out uh, her site and be able to find out more there. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, we'll see you guys next time on the next episode.
0: Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us today.
1: Want more business choreography?
0: Check out our website at bizchoreo.com to find out more.
1: And find out how the choreography for your marketing operations and sales can raise your revenue and create more impact.
0: Remember, every business needs choreography.